We've had over 730 days to learn and adopt new habits. Those habits include the aforementioned not making a plan to do something with a friend, not getting dressed, not putting on a little lipstick, and not feeling good when we walk out the door. Maybe even feeling a little scared or fearful. And besides, it feels like a lot of effort. But here's the thing. We really do need one another. about how you can savor and not just survive motherhood. How would you like to be less frazzled, more calm, scream less, respond more, and exchange autopilot living for more joy? Sound good? As we journey together, you'll explore how to know, love, and accept yourself today to clear the path towards your dreams, hopes, and visions for tomorrow. But we're not just going to chat, we're going to take action. Through conversations, power sheets, and visual tools like vision boards, we're taking simple steps to go from where you are on this journey to where you want to be. I'm your host, Elise Daly-Parker, a certified life coach, writer and speaker, mom of four, and spouse for 37 years. Through this podcast, I'll share hands-on tools, practices, and resources, along with lots of encouragement to empower you to savor, not just survive, this busy season of life with clarity, confidence, and calm. Thanks for joining me. I'm so delighted you're here. Well, hey, Mama, who just might desire to have more friends or deeper, richer friendships, but is having a hard time with this right now. Welcome to A Vision for Friendship, Part 2, Three Reasons Why You Don't Have the Friendships You Want and What to Do About It. So what's stopping you? Well, of course, COVID and the patterns of life that have changed as a result of COVID have been stopping all of us, right? I was talking to a few mama friends the other day, and we were all saying how it's really hard to get dressed beyond our yoga pants and workout clothes. Thank goodness athleisure wear is in. It's a challenge to get out the door, connect with friends in person, or even by phone. Why? Well, though a lot of COVID restrictions have been lifted, it's been two years since we first dealt with the shutdown. Two years. That's significant. We've lived differently than we were accustomed to. And if it takes 21 days or 30 days or whatever the number of days, quote, they say it takes to establish a new habit, and I've heard numbers between 21 and 250 and to do something with a friend, not getting dressed not putting on a little lipstick, and not feeling good when we walk out the door. Maybe even feeling a little scared or fearful. And besides, it feels like a lot of effort. But here's the thing. We really do need one another. Introverts and extroverts among us need a friend or two, connection to others, community, no matter how big or small. Camaraderie, connection, support, discussion, laughter, all the elements of friendship lead to a greater sense of well-being. There are lots of things that stop us from making the effort to meet up with friends. And as I've said, COVID plus political turmoil, unrest, the Ukrainian war, low-level anxiety and depression many of us have been suffering from have us hesitating to make friends, to make connections more than usual. 
I hear many people say, I just don't feel like it. I know this sounds a little simple, but here's what I have to say. Do it anyway. You'll be glad you did. That's right. Make the effort. Make the plan. Get dressed. Get out the door. And meet up with a friend or two or three. In recent conversations with my friends who pushed themselves to get out the door, here's what I'm hearing. One friend said, getting out and being with my friends was life-giving. Another friend said, you know, it took some effort, but it was worth it. I felt normal again. Still another said, I forgot how much I love my friends. Amen to that. So if what you need is a little push, then push yourself. Take that first step and send the text or make the phone call. Once you've taken that step, take the next and the next until there you are with your friend. Even if it feels a little uncomfortable at first, you'll settle in and enjoy yourself. Now, in addition to COVID, there are other things that stop us from meeting up with our friends or making friends. This was the case before COVID, and it's likely to be afterwards, too. The first thing is a lack of self-confidence. This stops us from making friends, and we sort of self-proclaim, I don't initiate friendships. This was a belief I held for many years. What was hiding behind that belief that I don't initiate friendship was insecurity. I really believed if someone wanted to be my friend, they would come to me. The truth is I lacked the confidence to make the first move. Loneliness is what resulted, and I had to initiate friendship because I couldn't stand the feeling of isolation. So I put on my big girl pants. I don't know, the verdict is out on whether or not I like this expression, but, you know, if the pants fit, wear them, right? Anyway, I put on my big girl pants, and I asked an acquaintance if she'd like to have coffee. It worked out really well. She was delighted, I had asked, and we struck up a great friendship. Another thing that stops us from developing friendship or gathering with friends is comparison. Comparison is a real friendship stopper. You know, it steals our joy. When we believe, quote, she's got it all together, she dresses well, is a calm mom, her house is neat as a pin, she's a great cook, and her marriage appears perfect, well, we compare ourselves to that and we feel inadequate, not enough, and therefore unable to be hospitable even though we really want to be. I'm raising my hand on this one. I'm confessing comparison and envy. Yep, I admit it. I was envious of some of my friends' fabulous gourmet cooking skills. Rather than just appreciate and be grateful for their absolutely delicious menus and execution, I compared myself. My cooking was relatively family style. I prepared good hearty meals like bubbling savory beef stew, lip-smacking Hanukkah brisket, even though it was Christmas, and meatloaf like mama used to make. And let me tell you, my mama made a good meatloaf with all the trimmings. They were all delicious meals, but I let that comparison sneak in and do what comparison does. I let it steal from me, and I decided that what I had to offer didn't measure up. The result of that? Well, I had many dinner parties in my head. You know what I mean? I mean, the perfect, glorious meals, I made them but only in my imagination, and they were absolute perfection. And those ideas probably only served to make me less likely than ever to have an actual in-person dinner party. Here's the thing. I had and have really good friends. They love me, and they really couldn't care less about my cooking. They're true friends, and that means they're just thrilled to be getting together. 
whether it's a full meal, a pot of soup, or a pizza night, have that gathering and use the KISS principle. That's right, KISS. Keep it simple, sweetheart. Do what you do well. If that's making a four-course meal, or if that's making a salad filled with healthy deliciousness, or a batch of brownies to go with the takeout or the pizza, that's fine. You be you. The third thing that stops us from developing friendship or gathering with friends is shame. I also had many girlfriend coffee gatherings in my head. I have them over to my house frequently, but again, only in my imagination. I loved my friends and I'm a pretty social being. Definitely an extrovert who finds connecting with people energizing, but I hesitated to have anyone over because I felt ashamed of my home. I remember talking to another friend about this. In my view, she had a gorgeous home. Well-kept, sunny and bright, welcoming. I shared with her that I had a problem hosting, but I always felt my home was a mess. It wasn't. It wasn't decorated the way I wanted it to be. It was perfectly fine. And it was so small compared to many of the houses around us. I was shocked when this friend said, oh yeah, I have house shame too. House shame? I hadn't heard that label. When she put that label on what I was feeling, it totally resonated. But it was also a wake-up call. If she felt this way about her home, which was much bigger and much better, supposedly, in my mind, than my own, then maybe my feelings about my home were false, too. My home was warm and inviting. It wasn't as big and glorious as some of my friends. But in hindsight, what was I thinking? Truth be told, God got a hold of me on this one. I remember mentally lamenting about why my home wasn't as nice as others. Just a couple of years before, when we first moved in, this house was the answer to my prayers. It was my dream house. But once it was mine, the glory dimmed. There were definitely some interior issues that needed shifting. And I'm not talking about the inside of my house. I'm talking about my heart and my mind. I was having a little conversation with God about this. That still small voice whispered to my heart, How about a little gratitude? I've given you all that you need and more. Be thankful. I found myself thinking, yeah, but, and then I caught myself. And it was a bit of a lightning bolt moment. I turned my complaints into gratitude. And this really did open the door to being able to spontaneously invite friends over more readily. So my friend, what's your vision for friendship? Are you just looking to reconnect to one friend? Have a post-shutdown gathering at your home with couples? Or maybe you just want to go out to dinner with girlfriends. If self-confidence stops you from initiating, look in the mirror and say out loud, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Or even, I'm a friendship initiator. Do it afraid if you have to. Be the friend someone else is waiting for. If comparison stops you, catch yourself and stop yourself. Figure out how to be authentically you and gather in a way that uses your gifts and makes you feel comfortable. And if shame is stopping you from being the welcoming host you want to be, look around you. What are you grateful for? Turn your complaints into thanks and let your warm smile be the first thing your friends see when they walk in your door. I know this friendship stuff can be challenging. Give yourself some grace because you're not alone in your hesitancy, especially right now. And at the same time, give yourself a little push. You'll be glad you did, and so will the friends you've connected with. Dear Lord, some of us feel so reluctant to reach out to a friend, to make a new friend. Give us courage. Some of us lack confidence. 
remind us that we're loved. Some of us compare and come up short every time. Help us to appreciate what we have and how we're uniquely made. And some of us have house shame. Please turn our complaints into gratitude. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for joining me here on the Mom Vision Podcast. I think you're going to love my new devotional journal, Unshakable Peace in an Unsteady World. You can pick up a copy through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and more. I've also got a free download for you, 12 powerful scriptures to settle your heart and mind so you can experience more peace. You'll find the link in my show notes at elisedailyparker.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.